Maybe the websites have improved. Maybe people on the phone are more courteous. Maybe things simply happen faster. Whatever the reasons, American satisfaction with the service they get from the federal government reached an 11-year high in 2017. That's according to data from the latest annual American Customer Satisfaction Index Survey. Joining me with more, Forrest Morgison, Director of Research at the ACSI. Forrest, good to have you on. Hi, nice to be with you. Give us the big number here. What happened to the satisfaction indices from the latest survey? Well, I think the the big finding from the report is that citizen satisfaction with the federal government, services received from it, has jumped up to 69.7 on our 0 to 100 scale. Um, That's the highest score that we've seen on this particular survey, which is done annually, in 11 years. Um, So it's not only a big year-to-year increase, but it's also uh, um, a a new high, if you will, over the the past decade or so. And just by way of comparison, what do the best private sector domains get for satisfaction scores? Well, the best private sector companies tend to score somewhere in the range of the high 80s. Um, So we're still quite a ways off from that in federal government. I guess if you break down the government by agency, though, then the scores vary a great deal more, and some do get close to that 80% mark. Yeah, we we tend to to see a few agencies, and it's only a handful, but we tend to see a few agencies and departments that provide what we would consider to be private sector-like customer satisfaction. The government as a whole tends to get pulled down because there are certain agencies and departments that, for obvious reasons, are really dissatisfying. Um, The kinds of agencies that provide regulatory services or regulatory requirements or fulfill those missions tend to be less satisfying. And of course, the one that sticks out here is the IRS. Because Treasury is down at the lower end of the scale for government at 61%. How do you suppose justice gets up to 81%? Because how much of the public generally interacts with justice regularly? Right, and that's something to note within the report is that we include whatever we have enough sample for from year to year, and justice has been in and out because it is a smaller department in terms of its public-facing mission. Uh, But for whatever reason, it does score higher this year, up at the high end. Normally, we've seen the Department of Interior lead the way because of its mission in, in maintaining the National Park Service, which tend to be very popular. But this year, justice is up at the top. And DHS is above average at 72%. And I guess that would be TSA for many, many people. That's right. And and this is an important story in and of itself, because just within the last few years, um, the Department of Homeland Security, because of TSA, has been um, competing with, if you will, the Department of Treasury for the lowest satisfaction among the federal departments. And that's widely attributed um, in our study to its relationship with TSA, which is for obviously obvious reasons, not something that a lot of people are um, really pleased to have to experience. Yeah, interesting. T- uh, DHS seems to get higher rankings from the public than it does from its own employees. Separate surveys, maybe they're not comparable, but that that's the trend. Well, those two things interact, and this is something that, that we've done research on for both the public and the private sector, but when employees tend to be happier with their jobs, that tends to relate to how happy customers are as well. In other words, if you're dealing with a customer service personnel who's unhappy with their job in any sector, public or private, they're generally going to offer less satisfying experiences to customers. Um, And so those two things are certainly interrelated. I think in the case of TSA, that's understandable because you hear a lot of horror stories about TSA and sometimes they're on television and so forth, but millions and millions of people fly every day And for most of them, it's really a non-issue. The 
treatment they get, and sometimes it's pretty positive. So if you look yeah. at that level, that's different from the horror stories that pop up as exceptions. I think that's exactly right. I mean, obviously, we're, you know, we're doing a random sample, so we're not going to pick up um, necessarily all those people who have had the horror story kind of experience with TSA. We're speaking with Forrest Morgison, Director of Research at the American Customer Satisfaction Index. And briefly tell us how large the samples are and how you get these numbers. Well, what we do is we go out and we do a random sampling process where we are screening uh, potential interviewees for actual recent experience with the U.S. federal government and its services. Um, And so that's an important distinction within our study. We're looking at actual um, customers rather than people that just might have an opinion of the federal government because most people have an opinion of the federal government whether or not they've actually received services for it. Um, For the study for last year, for 2017 federal government satisfaction, we interviewed almost 3,000 customers who fit into that category, having had experiences with federal government agencies over the past 12 months. Um, And that includes more than 50 different agencies, programs, and departments that are included in our sample. And one of the interesting findings, I think, that there is a small but statistically significant difference in satisfaction depending on party affiliation. Yeah, that was one of the interesting things. And because of the the political environment that we're in, we, we felt we needed to look at that in the study. Um, we're not measuring satisfaction with the political system per se, or with politicians, or with an administration, but rather with the federal government and its services. Um, nevertheless, a lot of times, again, particularly in this kind of a um, sort of highly politicized environment, um, political affiliation can have an impact on and can bleed into one's frame of perception of something like federal government services. So what we wanted to go in and see is if this big increase that we've seen um, from last year to this year was in some way due to shifting perceptions among political parties. And we didn't find that. In fact, we found that uh, Democrats' uh, satisfaction with the federal government between uh, last year and this year is unchanged. Um, Republicans are actually slightly less satisfied with federal government services last year to this year. And the gain that we're seeing is coming from those who identify as independents or those who identify as uh, affiliation with another party. So it's really interesting and, and different than we suspected we might see in the data. And if you look at the curve plot of the scores since 1999, you could say that they were kind of at a high plateau during the, from 2000 to 2008, the George W. Bush administration, and something of a plateau of low during the Obama administration. So they not only went up this year, but they climbed out of a really deep trough that occurred in 2015. How do you account for that? Well, I think we saw some interesting things going on there. The the big drop that happened... Um, towards the end of the Bush administration and in the first years of the Obama administration, a lot of that was due to, we think, um, to what was going on with the economy at the time and an overall distrust in government because of the Great Recession and the things that led to the Great Recession. We then saw it, satisfaction with the federal government, pick back up um, and recover a lot of what it had lost. And we think that was due to a lot of the investments the government was making to try to get the economy out of the recession uh, was government spending that led to more personnel, more employees within the federal government, um, and, and the kinds of things that would generally lead to better customer service. As the Great Recession was passed and the economy started to pick up, of course, government spending started to decline again, and a lot of those programs went away, and we hit a trough, which was our lowest 
uh, measured score ever in 2015. So it now looks like we're we're sort of finally recovering from everything that's gone on across three different uh, presidential administrations now, and, and it seems like things are finally getting back to normal. And this is something that's done yearly. We do this annually, correct. We do our measurement during the third and fourth quarters. Um, we we try to keep it towards the end of the year rather than doing it throughout the year because there's certain events, and we're, we're thinking of April 15th, of course. Uh, you wouldn't want to do measurement of federal government services right around there, A, because you would get virtually everyone saying they most recently had interacted with IRS, um, and IRS isn't the only service. In fact, it's not even um, the majority service that people use. I mean, it affects more Americans uh, but in total, people use a, a wide variety of different services, including Social Security Administration, including national parks, all sure. of those different things that people experience. So you wouldn't want to ask people about their dentist at the moment they're getting stuck with a uh, needle in the mouth. That's exactly right. Uh, we, we wouldn't want to. We wouldn't want to ask you how you feel about your wireless telephone company as you're walking out of the store and just having paid your bill or something like that. That would. Um, that would shade a little bit the results that we were getting back. Forrest Morgison is Director of Research at the American Customer Satisfaction Index. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll have a link to the survey report and do this interview at federalnewsradio.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to all of our interviews at iTunes or Podcast One.